On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I finally dive into all of the news that we have been building up for the last couple of weeks. We've been saving it for this episode. So we're going to talk all about the Vikings hirings of all the position coaches as well as head coach. And then we're going to talk a little bit about our team's off-season predictions and cap plans and player movement, whatever there might be. We've got a couple for both of our teams. We're going to dive all into that. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Lyons, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ol- Kevin, we are without producer Jake again. He's having a bout of a migraine. Yeah, well, and... struck him today. I think that producer Jake... I think he, he might, hates us. He might be allergic to the 10K studio, uh, because... Last couple times. It's, it's every other... It, but also the, the other trend that's going on is that we had severe technical problems yeah, yeah. when he was here. So maybe he's bad luck. So maybe. if things go really well, then I don't know. Then, we'll then maybe, have a hard maybe conversation. we fire Jake. We'll yeah. Sorry, Jake. I know we're paying you zero dollars. You're going to continue to get paid zero dollars. Start charging him. Oh, negative there it is. dollars. There it yeah. is. Uh, so, like I said in the intro, we have been holding off on all of our off-season kind of news. So we're going to also going to talk about what we our plan is going forward and what we want for this off-season. Last year, we kind of were obviously more frequent with our episodes or we we were tried to stay a little more on top than we usually do. Not a high bar to clear on that one. No, it's basically like if you had more than five three, or four yeah. episodes, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to try to be a little more regular, uh probably not every week. Um, unless there's some crazy news that happens, which there could be. We're kind of at this stretch now where franchise tagging can happen as of like Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Um, and so we, if there's anything big bombshell trade signing franchise tag, whatever, well, we might have to change a little bit of a schedule just to kind of react to that. Um, but otherwise we're going to probably be leaning towards maybe like an episode every two weeks with the hopes of also having a guest each of those times. So We'll obviously touch about kind of where our teams are standing and other general NFL stuff, but the majority of those episodes will be interview based. Um, so, and in two weeks we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Aaron Rodgers on. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The inner circle's paying off. Yeah, you, you know, you, you're not a part of his. What is this Friday night crew? Is that what he calls it? No, I'm not part of the Friday night crew. I mean, it's kind of hard when you live so far away. They they asked and they kind of offered to fly me out there, but You're like I just can't do it. I it's, got cats. It's a lot. There's two cats. They yeah. got to get fed, you know. Yeah. And it it just doesn't work. And yeah. And and I was like, oh, Jalen, would you like to come? And she she said no. no. So it's a whole thing. See, Paige would never say no. She'd be like, let's let's do it. Paige would want to go hang out with Aaron Rodgers on Fridays. Probably, maybe just to try to cut his gross hair like it's every time we see it where there's both of us just like ugh, ugh. i was gonna just say so I, th- I feel like you guys would turn down that invitation no 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 no, no. we we do it just to get the inside scoop mm-hmm. and i can leak this to Schefter. Mm-hmm. so oh. yeah adam's gonna stick together that's how it well works. i mean if the rest of aaron's inner circle is anything to go by we're we're a loose-lipped bunch yeah <laughs> um all right so i think we should just start um because we haven't really mentioned it yet uh, or really talked about it. Uh, the Vikings, a new regime is fully in place, which we had to wait a little bit because our main guy, 
um, was in the Super Bowl. He was busy. He was busy. So we couldn't officially announce, although everything was like, and this is what makes Vikings Twitter and probably just every NFL Twitter is like this, where if you can't officially announce something, everyone just like, as the time goes, they start panicking and you could, you clearly saw panic set in. Um, well, I, well, there's also a part of it where the Jim Harbaugh era, right. The, the five the, day, the era, five days, like yeah. that was thrown in the middle of all of it. And so you're we like, Oh my gosh, like this is, you know, I already know what's happening. So yeah. the Vikings did officially hire, uh, Kevin O'Connell, the Rams offensive coordinator, 36 year old offensive coordinator, um, he played in the NFL. Uh, he was a quarterback in the NFL not too long ago. I mean, he's only 36. Uh, he played a few years in the NFL. And so he's spent the last uh, two seasons now with the LA Rams. Um, another one of the McVay tree finds a job. Yeah. So, so what, what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm so I'm very happy about it. I didn't have like a specific, like I knew I've been on record here saying I want offense. I want an offensive background just for this, you know, in, in the spirit of change and that you typically see that a lot of the time with teams that fire or part ways, however you want to sugarcoat it with a, a, a head coach. And our case was a defensive minded head coach, Mike Zimmer. So the natural thing would be, all right, let's go offense now, which you see that a lot. Yeah. You basically picked up the anti Mike Zimmer. Correct. Yeah. So we, I mean, we, and I, I saw this kind of happening, as soon as we hired uh, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, our GM, very young, more of the analytical school of thought, if you want to call it that. Um, nowhere, like, you know, opposite of, real, again, he, very opposite. He believes in numbers. Numbers and, 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 and statistics. Whatever, and, you know, whatever that means. Fact. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy to think that. What about your gut? Yeah. <laughs> what about the eye test? You know, <laughs> I'm a big eye test guy. No, we're not. Uh, we're not those people over at um, Bleep This Out. Uh, Kevin, just yeah. make note, bleep this out. We're not okay. over at score north for that. Glad so. that. This is early in the in the show, so I, I can find it. Easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we I, I'm I'm a big fan of this. So I, I I like that we went youth, we went full on youth, youth with our GM head coach. Um, everyone right now, you know, is, is trying to chase their McVeigh. You know, you see that in so many teams. Uh, they're trying to chase their LaFleur. He came after McVeigh. Yeah, and so from he's, McVeigh. He's newer than McVeigh. So now. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't say that until because McVeigh actually has now won a Super Bowl. So it's like you are trying to chase that. Everyone is. Yeah. And like McVeigh was the first, like, yes, you can make an argument like Kyle Shanahan, but he had the legacy of his dad where McVeigh didn't have like his, his dad wasn't a famous head coach and like he didn't have these familial ties. He was the wonderkin, you know, when he came in to the Rams uh, five years ago now. And, you know, he's only been there four seasons, been to two Super Bowls, won one, and then the other two play, made the playoffs, I think, both times. I'm pretty sure they haven't missed. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's definitely, it's kind of weird to, to talk about, you know, the, the Wonder Kids and you have McVay and you have Shanahan. Mm -hmm. And you look at the level of success, and I guess Shanahan is, you know, he's made it far a yeah. couple times. He made the Super Bowl once, but... I just feel like McVeigh has much more sustained success. He doesn't have those valleys, you know. Yeah, and, and, and he like, goes, like he does have. Down. He did give you know Matt Ryan's when he was with Atlanta before he became the head coach of the 49ers. He gave Matt Ryan. He had the MVP year that year. They got to the Super Bowl. Should should have won that Super Bowl for sure. Tom Brady's making a movie about that. Apparently, I, I mean it's a great movie. I don't know who's going to play Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, <laughs> he could like, you wouldn't know the difference. Um, and so, 
I, I'm a big fan of it. So I, I know I didn't specifically name like Kevin O'Connell because like, let's be real here. There's basically for head coaches, there were a hand, there were a bunch of guys we interviewed, um, but it would became very clear early on. And afterwards listening to pressers, they immediately were drawn to Kevin O'Connell. They, he had a great interview when they, when they, especially when they went out and met with him in LA, um, where Quasi met him for the first time, they instantly connected. They really, you know, could see that working. And it was interesting because once we brought him to Minnesota after the Super Bowl, uh, that was his first time in, you know, in TCO. He had never been to like the Vikings campus because the times that they, you know, interviewed him, it was either like over like Skype or whatever it was. And then when they out in LA, like they, he what? never like came here. What is TCO? That's like the, it's, that's what they call the twin, like the Vikings facility. It's twin. I believe it's twin cities or cities. like orthopedic or whatever, oh, like this whole like the, center. Oh, okay. I, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's I called, yeah, sometimes. it's like the Minnesota yeah. Vikings, like TCO. Like I'm pretty sure that's what the, okay. the O is. Um, well, yeah. And I, I don't blame you for, uh, you know, not predicting Kevin O'Connell right away. Right. I mean, like you have a long and sorted history with Kevin O's and you, it's just yeah. not a good thing to, no. to put out there. No. I don't think you needed a second one. And now you have it. <laughs> now I have it. Um, I know I, I, I listened to his, you know, his in, introductory press conference and like, he, you know, he's extremely well-spoken. He's saying all the right words. Obviously it all depends on what happens on the field. Um, and it's also very interesting, which we'll get into, um, in a little bit here, you know, he was very, the, the obvious question was what happens with Kirk? You know, that's the big million dollar question or $45 million question. What happens with Kirk cousins? And he's very like, you know, he knows Kirk from Washington and he was a, his, I believe his QB coach back then, uh, for a couple of years. And he knows him very well. He's a big fan of him, which it was really funny that like so many coaches around the NFL are big fans of Kirk cousins. Like everyone has nothing but nice things to say about like him as a player and especially like as like his character. Well, it's like yeah. everyone else is like, no, like he's not a leader. He's not really has the leadership mentality. It's like that's but where he he's efficient and he's never gonna cause you problems. We with will the exception we will never of be vaccination. Like, but other than that, a bunch of guys did that. Yeah. We will never be a team like we're never gonna get like a top pick with Kirk Cousins as our quarterback. That's the that's the thing. Like his floor is significantly higher than a lot of guys. His ceiling might not be as high as, you know, what we saw with Stafford and obviously the, the elite quarterbacks, the Mahomes, the Allens, the Rodgers, you know, all of those guys. No, um, <laughs> we were, we, you know, he, it might not be that, but we've seen also in the past, you don't have to have that to win a Super Bowl. It sure helps, but it's not like you can't do it. We've, we've seen it recently with some of these Super Bowl winning quarterbacks or Super Bowl contending quarterbacks. Um, other other big ones, Ed Donatel. He came from the uh, Denver Broncos. He was their defensive coordinator for them. Uh, very close with Vic Fangio. It's obviously not the you know Vic Fangio is probably the prize DC hire that you could have out there. But it looks like he's taking a year off. He doesn't want to go back to that. He wants to be a head coach, which he'll be a big name next cycle. Um, and so Ed Donatel. We hired his defensive corner. It makes sense just to have a experienced defensive coordinator uh, come in and run the defense. Um, not surprised because we have a first time head or first time play caller, uh, which because Kevin O'Connell will be calling the plays. Uh, so he, he's 
going to be running the defense. Do you think that Kevin O'Connell might be Clint Kubiak in like some sort of elaborate disguise? I don't think so. I also like that, like Clint Kubiak, like we never fired him. It was just like assumed that it was like, you're not coming back. And like he went and hired, you guys got hired as the, I think the OC or the passing game coordinator for the, for the Carolina Panthers, which is just good luck with that guy. Yeah. With, with Sam Darnold, you know, we're going to, mm-hmm. we'll see maybe with Sam Darnold. Uh, and then uh, recently it made official. We hired Wes Phillips, son of Wade Phillips, longtime head coach and defensive minded head coach, Wade Phillips. His son uh, was with the Rams. I believe he was coaching uh, I, their tight ends in Washington. And then he jumped over again to the Rams as their pass game coordinator, as, as well as their tight ends coach. So he is our offensive coordinator. Um, he won't be calling plays, but does he look like Wade? I don't know what he looks like. I don't, I I mean, he's only 43, so he's got like two decades to catch up to look like Wade. I, I mean, yeah. Wade still. looked like the way he has forever. Yeah. I feel like Wade, looked I mean, like, maybe a little bit. I feel like Wade looked like he does now when he was born. Like, I feel like I've just never known a different, I, I've never seen Wade Phillips. In, he does not look anything like Wade. Like, yeah. Like oh he, my God. He looks like. He looks like the opposite of Wade in every way. Yeah, so we, I am I am not on board. We named him as our offensive coordinator. Um and it, it, it's a familiar it's a, you know, he has the familiarity with Kevin O'Connell obviously with Washington as well as the Rams. Not a shock there. Um can we get a list of like guys that were on that Washington coaching staff? Well, uh, how many head years coaches? ago? Well, no, I want a list of guys that aren't in any like higher position now. Like I want to know like there had to be like one fuck up well, guy. There was like the list that, that they, like, they, like, there's the a list one. that they show always. Yeah. It's, it's Kyle Shanahan was their OC. You have Matt LaFleur their quarterback yeah. coach. You had um McVay. Uh, uh right? Zach Taylor was in there. Yeah. McVay was their tight ends coach. Yep. Um and then obviously after a little while, not like while Shanahan was there, you have now Kevin O'Connell was there, was there. And like, yeah, it's like, I, that's why I want a list of like the Washington assistant coaches that didn't go on. Yeah. And then they, and they decided to go with um, Jay Gruden. Yeah. So it's like yeah. that. It's just the commanders at the time weren't called the commanders. Um, no, and they were not. They, uh, I don't, I, I can't, I don't mean, it's the ultimate like fumbling the bag there. Like they have, especially like if, Kevin O'Connell ends up being like good or significant or just better than Jay Gruden. It's just more of a high slap bar. in the face. Yeah. yeah. High bar. Um, and so then we are, you know, we had a bunch of other position coaches that we hired. I, I'm not going to dive into them. The only one that we really retained uh, was Keenan McCardell, our receivers coach, which I'm, I'm very happy with. I would have loved to keep Andre Patterson, who was a defensive line coach, co-defensive coordinator, uh, he moved on or he went somewhere else. And then um, Ryan Ficken, who our special teams coach, but he got signed, I think, by the Chargers. So we kept Keenan McCardell, which is great because guys like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen were big fans of him and saying we, you know, would like for him to stick yeah. around. Obviously, he's been there as long as Justin Jefferson's been there. And literally no one's had more catches, yards, targets in their first two years in the NFL ever yeah, than fair. Justin Jefferson. So it makes sense that he wants to keep them. So that, that's a big keep. Um, I'm happy. Obviously it's, this all could, you know, not work out, but it gives you like, when you have a new regime change, it gives you hope. Like you had a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. moving on from long time, Mike McCarthy to Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Um, it definitely makes a, another, you know, I will say Kevin O'Connell with a hat on, 
pretty attractive dude with the hat <laughs> off. You can see he's worn a helmet a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's thinning out a little bit and you know, is what it is, but it looks like he's gonna be wearing a hat. He, he is taller. Than he Matt is. LaFleur. He's like six, four, six, yeah, five. He's, he's, I mean, we Kevin's, we, we just pop. You, up, you, you can know? tell, really... you can tell you're like, Oh yeah. He, I mean, and he played quarterback. So, you know, you yeah. had that, that going for him for his whole life. And yeah, um, I mean, it definitely, it, it's a weird bunch we have now and gun to my head. I could not tell you what Matt Eberflus looks like. He looks the is, way he sounds. Oh, okay. So <laughs> not good. Not good. I mean, he looks like a 50 year old dad. Like yeah. he's like a regular old Midwest dad that you okay. see. So like not bad, but like you're not going to like look twice. Yeah. And obviously my opinion's biased. I probably put Matt LaFleur at the top of the division still. And then you kind of, you probably have Kevin right underneath him. I would and hope then, over Dan Campbell. And then Dan, well, Dan Campbell, I feel like Dan Campbell is like a niche. He's a type. He's a attractive. Type, yeah. yeah, where it's like, if you're into Dan Campbell, like you're really into Dan yeah. Campbell. Yeah, you're like kneecaps, sign me up. Oh, like, bite, bite mine, bite please. Bite my kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so th- those are like the big uh, person or the, the coaching changes, obviously a lot for the Vikings. Um, I'm excited. I'm optimistic about it. I'm sure if Jake was here, he'd probably feel the same way. Cause like, it's interesting that there are some fans that are just like somehow finding ways to be out. And like, I love it because they're completely outing themselves as just like the worst type of fan. Like the ones that are just like, just, just win a Super Bowl, just draft Patrick Mahomes. It's like, okay, well, here's how you can get there. Like, this is a possibility to do that. And you're like, well, I don't see instant results. So it's a failure. Yeah. It's like, like, we haven't won a game since we hired a new head coach like like a week ago. There haven't been, there hasn't been one. Yeah. It's February. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Like, uh. Yeah, I, off season Twitter, and I, I think there's it. there's people like that all the time, and especially with things you know, you can make informed kind of assumptions about okay, we got a new quarterback, we got a new player of some kind, mm. but things like GM and head coach, head coach a little bit, GM not at all, but still, it's it's really hard to tell. I mean, I was yeah. not a huge fan. I was not excited about Matt Lafleur right. when the Packers hired him. Yeah, and I think it's gone super well. You know, mm-hmm. I, I so. I, anyone who's saying they're out right now was probably already out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's one of those things. Like, I think like one of the better GMs to be are one that like people don't talk about, like you, like the fans should know them for their successes. But like, if you have to constantly talk about like, like Howie Roseman, for example, for the Eagles, yeah. I know Howie Roseman, most like serious or, you know, invested NFL fans know Howie Roseman, especially in the draft. Well, you know Howie Roseman. You also owe Howie Roseman for being a fucking idiot. No. Um, yes. No, yes. Directly benefiting you. Um, I think you're, you're again just so mad that we just have Justin Jefferson. <laughs> like Your team would be so much less of a threat if you guys just swapped out that one player for Jalen Raker. I mean, like, it, 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 but that's I mean, what happens. Like, uh, you could say this exact same thing about Rodgers falling all the way to, like, 25 or whatever it was. Yeah, but that was, like, so many years ago. Oh, okay. he got passed on by a 100 different teams before. Like, this was Justin Jefferson was passed on, like, 20 teams. Yeah, but it was literally the pick before you guys. It would be like if they would have picked someone right before Rodgers who sucked at quarterback. Like, it's such a stark contrast. They, that's what, I mean, you could argue they did. They drafted the 49ers drafted Alex Smith. He was not very good for them. They drafted him first, though, and yeah, Rodgers fell into like the late first round. He was like, like 24, 25. Yeah, that's, that's similar to where Justin Jefferson was taken. Yeah, but I'm saying that no one – it wasn't like something like an idiot GM picked a really bad quarterback right in front of Aaron Rodgers. It's it, it's just – it's, hey, it's funnier. Fa- and you guys fair, got him fair and square. J- Jalen Rager might might 
not be all that terrible. We've seen a find him a quarterback to actually throw him the ball. No, he's like Jalen Hurts just doesn't throw the ball. Devonte Smith had a better season. Well, than, of course. I mean, I mean he's Jalen Rager's not that guy. Jalen Rager also never won a Heisman. I mean, Devonte Smith was a much better. Yeah, J- Jalen Rager sucks. That's what I'm out here saying. Yeah. He's, he's the worst. Correct. Jalen Rager is not as good as Justin Jefferson, and I don't think he ever will be. No, that's correct. No, that is that is fair. But like that happens all the time in the draft. Like you can go through every team, yeah, every it, position, and just, all that. Like it's you just can such an explicit comparison, especially when you have like the video of the Vikings well, it, draft room la- just literally laughing. laughing. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't help like, that you oh, have. It doesn't help like at the Pro Bowl. Justin Jefferson was like, "Man, like I wish that I wish that didn't happen for him." Like he's like feeling bad for Jalen Rager for all the comparisons that he's causing, and it's like. That's I feel like that's so much worse. Yeah. It's like sorry, I'm don't, making it don't, hard don't for give you. Him the pity. <laughs> like it's not, pity. Yeah. It it's it's help. tough. Um, all right. I think we can dive into our off season. So Mr. Aaron Rodgers, we're recording this on Wednesday, by the way, on February twenty-third. Mr. Aaron Rodgers, as he does most times <sighs> yep. or every week on Tuesday, goes on the Pat McAfee show. Um, yeah, and so the lead up to this, um, there was there was much ado before this. Yep, uh, McAfee, I think, had tweeted out some kind of vague, like, "Oh, something really big coming up on the show this week," and then at like midnight the night before. So no, like it was like it was Monday, like eleven. No, it was like eleven ish. Like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it was, it was his Instagram post. That's what I'm talking. That, about. that happened on on Monday. I knew it was definitely before midnight. Because okay. I because I remember it, I tweeted it was, about it. It was, it was like in during the, the wee day. hours. Yeah, yeah. It was very late Monday night. Uh Aaron tweets out uh or he he put up a an Instagram post that was crazy long, thanking everyone he's ever known his, his entire life. The um, the actual the text isn't like super, super long. There were like a bunch of pictures. It's very long though, and yeah. there's a bunch of pictures, pictures of of him throughout the season this last year, and then the final picture is Devonte and Cobb and there's a gap in the middle and no one's there. Yeah. He always stands he in that spot. The Chiefs game. Yeah, it was a COVID game. Mm-hmm. And so that that sent people into a frenzy because it yeah. makes it sound like and everyone knows he's going to be on McAfee on Tuesday the next day. Yep. And I he be- has said I believe a peak were was 137 yeah. thousand yeah. viewers a, a on the YouTube. A ton of live views. Yeah, on the live. And and he has said previously that he's going to make his decision fairly early in yeah. the offseason. Sooner rather than later. He's not so going to drag it out. Yeah. So the, so the organization can make moves based on what the decision is and yep. not sit here because you know, last year at this time we didn't even know that there was, was anything going on. Yeah. And so Everyone thought that he was going to make his decision and he popped up on McAfee with the the hair pulled back. And so that's, that's still there, which is good. And uh, he right away said, uh, for those of you looking for an update, it won't be happening on this, on this uh, interview. There's no update. And you could see McAfee just like die a little bit like behind his eyes. Like he kept smiling, but he, and he kind of like, Oh no, like don't, don't actually stop watching. Yeah, I think I think I saw. I was I had it on just because obviously, oh, like I, I knew it'd be content. And I think I saw at one point after maybe like five or so minutes of him talking, I think I saw the numbers drop to like the seventy thousands. So a solid yeah. half basically just dipped out. Which like uh, hand up, yeah, yes. like. 
I don't because well, it began to be he first started off by the whole thing by he was on a 12 day punch karma cleanse, yeah, where it's meant that he pun- literally punches his karma to like re you know, recenter I, himself. I've seen so many people talking about what that means, and <sighs> I don't even know what to believe. It all sounds weird, and it's just kind of uh, can I can I just he also found a way that- to bring up covid again yeah he yeah. brought that up being like yeah when i was out with you know covid and you know how and then, and then the woke mob busted through the door yeah. like the kool-aid well man, and then and you, you had it was up. super awkward because you had mcafee kind of be like well you know like i i am vaccinated and like kind of had to bring that in there like we had our talks about it like when we were we were talking and i'm like mm-hmm. gosh like i was like i felt like third party uncomfortable and i'm like yeah. i can't imagine like how mcafee or anyone in that room was like well, and it's God, just like we're still talking about it. it it's one of those things where I kind of had this realization because Aaron is allowed to go on his, you know, do interviews with whoever he wants. He can have his positions, even if I disagree with them on things. And I mean, that's been made abundantly clear this last year. And there's there's nothing you can really do or say about that at this point. But I've just kind of realized that I don't care yeah like i care if he comes back or not don't get me wrong like that i'm invested in that but i can talk myself into either way either you know he leaves and you get maybe some draft picks and you reload and there's something to talk about there or he comes back and you go all in for a year but i just can't i can't hang on these words like i did the majority of last it, it's such like a like i'm so it's tired. an emo- it's an emotionally abusive relationship yeah. like it, it's so it, it i mean i was feeling this way obviously not maybe to the extent but like you know with digs in his last yeah. year with the cryptic tweets with the just the emoji yeah that you just see you're like what does this mean what does this mean like i, I yeah. mean and it's, it's and it's like it's people, exhausting yeah and and people you know he'll he'll be like oh i was just being grateful and stuff like that but he he knew he, he, he knew he the never will say would be drawn. he never says anything without meaning or purpose like yeah. he is very deliberate and, with and what maybe, he says and what he does yeah and maybe he was expressing gratitude but he had to know yeah that that especially like that last picture yeah. was going to set people off yeah. in, in, on the speculation train. And he kind of has this weird, like he's, he kind of, he kind of tosses the grenade yeah. and then he kind of gets off on like, you guys are all freaking out about that grenade. I just threw yeah. the media and I'm like, dude, you, threw you it. are causing <laughs> like, this. Like, like, it, it, all I can think of is it's like, I don't know if you watch the, uh, I think you should leave the Tim Robinson stuff like on Netflix that, no. where there's like one where he is skit where he crashes he is he used to be a writer on snl and a lot of like he left snl and there's basically all the sketches he does are like his like failed pitches that he would try to get uh-huh. snl to do but he now finally gets to do it so they're really out there there was one where like it's like in this clothing store like a suit store where he crashes it like a hot dog car crashes in there was like oh my gosh what happened is everyone okay where's the driver and then there's tim robinson in a hot dog costume like yeah we gotta find out who did this and like <laughs> he's like yeah we you know we gotta give them a, a maybe a spanking and like don't call the cops like we're just you know we're all really mad and like he's just yeah. trying to be like we all know it's you yeah like, and, and, what do you what do you mean yeah and there's this weird little dynamic there and i just I'm kind of over it. Like, yeah, because uh, I don't I, I don't think I'd ever watch the Pat McAfee show if if that wasn't a part of it. Yeah. And I kind of realized that 
even if I don't, even if I'm not here watching when it happens, if that's where it happens, I will be notified promptly. My mm -hmm. phone will start going off with somebody will text me or Twitter will go crazy or, you know, God forbid I have to wait for the ESPN notification two hours later to roll in. But I I will know. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. So right. it's kind of like I, I'm trying to take a step back from it this season for my own sanity because I just can't I can't care enough anymore. Well, it's like something like I, I said the other day after um, or yesterday, I should say. Uh, so Paige came home and I, I was telling her about the whole Pat McAfee thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I just like, I know I'm like, obviously I, I, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to when Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback of the Packers just because he is an extremely good football player. And like, I'm like, I don't want him to, I've been having to deal with him for, you know, 14 or whatever years it is that he's or 12 years that he's been like a starter or whatever it is. Yeah. And so I'm like, but at the same time, like, I really, I'm just like, I'm just so ready for him to be out of football and done because like this, the last couple of years, as a Vikings fan, I'm like, I'm just so sick of it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like it, all I can think of is, and we saw, this is a very popular thing going around Twitter. It was the, you know, yelling, like, pay attention to me, like meme. And like that you see, like with, uh, from, uh, always sunny. I think it is. Yeah. And it's like, that, like, that's what it is. Like he, I don't know. Like he, he says he hates it. He says he's like, I want to just live my life and all that. But I'm like, do you? I think part of you really enjoys this. Like you're yeah. just, everyone's talking about you all the time. Like yeah. I, a and, lot of guys are probably like that. And that's why I'm, I'm checking out and I am refusing to engage. I, I will no longer be leveraged to, to benefit the Pat McAfee show with Aaron Rodgers cryptic tweets. You say this now. But wait for the next cryptic thing to come out. Yeah, and you're but like, oh, I'm back in. But then I'll just lie about it and be like, no, I didn't watch, and and you'll never know. Because we'll then be I'll just notice. I'll just notice, like, like Kevin, do you are you are you losing hair? And, like you're just like pulling your hair out, like still like just freaking out and just quietly, just a subtle rage building, just like just like my nose just like bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> just like I'm just really excited for Stranger Things. Like, don't, don't worry, I'm gonna save myself the nosebleed. Well, uh, and and there's kind of I guess just kind of expanding on the Aaron Rodgers talk since we're talking about the off season. Yeah, I mean that is the big ticket issue for the Packers. Yep. And there's some other stuff that's going on with it. In the last couple of weeks, there was a report that the Packers are offering Rodgers a monster contract, which I don't love. He's 38, going to be 39 next he, year. He's 38, not even like like the falling off a cliff necessarily, but I just, I can't fathom why more guys don't take a pay cut in like the last year yeah. or two of their it's career. Not, it's not like he is a player like approaching 30 saying you're looking for your last payday, like your last yeah. big payday. I mean, he has made, I, I could look up the number, I'm sure. And like he has made a substantial amount not, of money. Not, not to mention, like, you know, what is State Farm giving him? I mean, yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, the dude is not in any sort of situation where he has any money concerns whatsoever. And if you told me that you could go from getting paid 45 million a year to getting paid 15 million a year, which is a huge drop, but still, and it would it would dramatically improve things for the team around you and make it possible uh, to win I, a Super I just, Bowl. I just looked up I, he has made two hundred and sixty three million six hundred and eight thousand and ten dollars just from the Green Bay Packers in contracts. Yes. 
who knows how much State Farm has given him and all the other sponsorships, Adidas, whatever you want to, you know, everything. Yeah. So it's like, I, worst case, he can get some of that Joe Rogan money afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the dude is not. He's fin- not. Yeah, he's not financially for money. destitute. <laughs> but but there was a report that they offered him a ton of money. Yeah. Um, which would mean that they're basically not bringing anybody else back. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cap is a myth, but it's only a myth up until a certain point. Yeah. Um. So that that had me worried. A and ma- then- yeah, a massive extension would be just basically saying, "I'm going to retire after X amount of years." And you can just deal because he could retire at any time. Yeah. And like, I don't know. And I guess I think there is a thing where if you do retire, you do have to pay that. I don't know if you, I don't know. I haven't looked, I don't know there, the, the rules there's of some, all that. There's some but, details of that. There's but like he could, like, you know, they, it just kind of screws them a little bit. Yeah. Or if it's a massive cap it for the rest, the rest of the extension. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. So, so that's, that's half of it. And then there were also reports that Jordan love was being shopped to several teams. I think the Falcons were one, uh, maybe the commanders. I can't remember. There were, there were at least two or three teams. And I mean, if those two things are going together, I don't like that. I am on record on this podcast as yelling trade Jordan love right before the fucking world ended last year. And I don't know at this point, not that I am a huge fan of love, but to just fully, I mean, you wouldn't get much for him. No, especially now <laughs> that he's seen like live action. Like that's the thing. Like yeah. they played him and he has not like, you know, balled out. In yeah. His performances. Yeah. I mean, he kept all of his bodily fluids in, but that's about all he did. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, those two, those two kind of bits of reporting in the context of this drama makes me nervous yeah in a way that like last year i was just a hundred percent hoping that they would keep him and this year it's a little bit more complicated Mm -hmm. and i think also part of that is colored by like i'm still bitter about the playoffs and like how it went down and how he kind of played like shit i i'm curious what your opinions or your thoughts are i've seen this i i'm sure i know you follow and like know pete bukowski yeah who is like you know, is a pretty big name on Packers Twitter. Like yeah, he's a yeah. he's a major writer for them, and he I've seen a couple of his tweets pop in, and like he's had ones where he talks about like it's still kind of going about the playoffs being like what, especially in the Super Bowl, like watching both these teams and like knowing that the Packers handily beat both of them, and it's like all this stuff where you're like, wow, if only we could just score a touchdown, you know, or, or our special teams wasn't so bad against the Niners. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it, it's the, it's just funny to me because of he was a big proponent of this when we beat you guys in the regular season the first time about the O hang a banner. And I'm like, I, I mean, he's walking into it. Like, I we're mean, like, I mean, oh, to be fair, you, I'm a big proponent. I know, of that but being like, well. oh, you beat both in the regular season, hang the banner. But like, I, I just, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I what think, to say. I think like, it's more you... frustrating, though, when you were like, you were one game away from playing one of them and then two games away from the Super Bowl that they're both in, where it's like, it's a little bit closer of a comparison. It still is one of those like useless, you, you, okay, we you, beat him you in the didn't do season. it. You blew it. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, that's the, what makes the NFL playoffs. Like it's one game. Like, yeah, that, I don't know. Like handle your shit. <laughs> like, like that's what it comes down to. Like it, it almost makes it being like, do you, would you love to have a, like, I would love to have a one seed and, you know, get to the playoffs and have it be like, oh, we're a big favorite. We should, you know, do well. And then, you know, oh, we lost, but okay, we still had a great year. So there's obviously like, a, you know, pros and cons each of it. Yeah. I just, I just always found it funny that like he 
is now kind of going around like he's like torturing himself. Like what? Well, that's, why? that's what being a Packer fan is in February. I it's just mean. thinking about <laughs> what almost happened the last like four fucking years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that that would frustrate some people. Maybe want to like change their area code and just like try somewhere else. Maybe. Oh, I thought you were talking about me for a second. I was like, my area code changed no. a long time. No, before, four years ago. Talk about that'd be so frustrating as a player. You'd be like, gosh, we just can't quite do it. Yeah, but then you break up with your girlfriend, and she. But apparently not. Appar- apparently not. Who knows whose laugh that was? In the background. Uh, that there sounds was, a lot like Shailene Woodley. There was a woman's laugh in the background. Also, of the his Max Instagram post. His Instagram post made it kind of clear. Like, I don't think they're broken up, or he got dumped by her. Well, I mean, who's who's to speculate? I just think it's a it's a terrible day to be an Aaron Rodgers as gay proponent because clearly there's there's a woman there. I mean, who knows it's, who it is? It's a long term beard. <laughs> it's, it's a complicated, yeah, on and off again beard. Like, do we know? Are we talking about the same guy here? You know, I feel like is it really out of his nature to go through it like that at length? Like, I feel like you guys should transition to like Aaron Rodgers as bi because like he's dated enough women. He doesn't and like he to go is, down on him. So and I mean, he is kind of like, like he's a, he's free loving. How much, you know? like how much tequila just, does he need to be intimate? I, You're I in mean, his inner circle. I am in his inner circle. And like, I like how I've many fingers how, how, stop me. Like how, how, how I'm running out of, I'm, I'm, I'm out of fingers, <laughs> Kevin. I'm out of fingers. I've all 10 up. I, I think it's a lot of tequila. Uh, and, and granted, I've never seen it before. It's never, it's never gotten to that point in his inner circle. Not in the inner, inner circle. That's the problem. No, I'm not in the innermost circle. Yeah. I'm just in an inner circle. You're barely in the circle of trust. I'm I'm probably gonna be out of it after this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, another one before I guess we move on to some hot takes. Um, Devontae Adams. That's a that's the big other like yeah. question. Yeah, so that's that's the big other floating uh and franchise question mark. franchise window has opened as of Tuesday. So it, we it literally could be any day now. Fr- franchise franchise tag window has opened. Although Gutekunst did say in his presser, that's not what they're looking to do. Yeah. So the Packers have said that they don't want to do that. Obviously, Adams doesn't want to do that. And Aaron Rodgers also said he hopes they don't do that on the fucking Pat McAfee show. <laughs> the day that uh, the, the the window opened where he said, you know, he, he specifically referenced. He also has a bad habit of saying he likes things about receivers and then the opposite happens. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a Kumaro 2.0. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to let Adams walk. But uh, yeah. And, and so it's almost kind of implied in that Rodgers interview that like what happens with Adams is a huge factor in whether or not he comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause who's he going to hyper target? If you know, Adams isn't back, he's going to have to throw that ball to like Allen or somebody. So that is, that's hanging out there. And Adams has been very consistent. He says he wants to be the highest paid receiver in football. And the Packers have been consistent in saying for sure, man, just a uh, uh, Hopkins does not count because that contract is fucky. And yeah. on one hand, it is. On the other hand, it you know it's it still counts. It's still a contract for a wide receiver. I don't know. I I think that there is a scenario, and what I was talking about earlier, where it's like God, if Rodgers just took like a fucking giant pay cut, and then Adams got paid, and then Rodgers like played one more season and fucking retired, wouldn't that be perfect for everyone except for like his fortieth car or whatever he does with his money? I don't even know what he does. It's like he's buying houses. Yeah. places but I, I just that that seems like it would be the perfect scenario 
but it's it's almost certainly not going to happen, and it makes me nervous. And they could franchise Devonte, but he would be rightfully pissed about it. It's also really hard because, like, so from the Packers' standpoint, the front office, he's twenty nine years old, and yes, he is one of, if not the most, the productive receivers in the NFL. But a lot of that hinges on Aaron Rodgers. Like, do you want to pay? Like, if he wants to be the highest paid, highest paid receiver, that's DeAndre Hopkins on average makes 27 and a quarter million a year. Yeah. Um, and who is 30, by the way? So, and who's uh, always arguably, arguably, you're going to be paying that. him. I mean, I've seen the number around a lot, 35. That's what I've seen the shopping, like what his. His team is going he, after. He could, he could go somewhere else and yeah. get that. But like that's that's his number that has been leaked out or been talked about is thirty five a year, which is bananas. Yeah. Um. It, it will probably come down closer in the ballpark of thirty or maybe just under. But still, that's a lot. And then you have, you pair that with the potential for a extension for Aaron Rodgers, which will probably be I don't know. I mean, the number is going to be. 50 million. I mean, around that, like uh, the yeah. quarterback number has gone up so much. And especially with the Mahomes and the Allens and Lamar looming and like all these extensions coming. That's how many million is that now? I just said 60 or no, eight, it's like 30 80, plus 50 is 80. Like 80 yeah, yeah. Around in the ballpark of 80 million a year for two guys, for two guys, the cap is going to be set around. Like, I think it's like at 210, 215 or whatever it is for yeah. this next year. So it's like over a third of your cap over a third guys. of your cap on two out of the 53 people on your roster. That is that's scary as shit. Like, yeah. obviously, it, like if something happened to one of them, well, you're, it, you're fucked. And what I kind of I, I mean, this is very armchair GM of me. But what I would kind of like to see is, you know, you work out something with Devante. He is narrowly the highest paid wide receiver for the next, you know, three years or whatever it, it ends up being. Mm-hmm. And. That number is that number. It's a it's a big number, right? And it puts you in a certain situation. And then you have to go to Aaron Rodgers and say, look, man, we we set your boy up. He's here. You have to make this work with us. If you you know, like if you want to go, then you can go, I guess. Right. But if you want to stay, it can't be for fifty million fucking yeah. dollars because it just doesn't work. Yeah, it, it's gonna it, it all hinges on Aaron Rodgers, like everything with the the Packers do, do and yeah. and it's you know, because Devonte, like he should, as as much as he says he cares about Devonte Adams, like in the meet, you know, through his post, through yeah. every, all his by like, everything that he says that he actually does. If he's being hundred percent genuine, which I'm saying he's not, I think he really does like <laughs> enjoy Devonte Adams. Um, he should be willing to be like, you know what, you're right. Let me, you know, I'm in the twilight of my career. I think I can take, you know, ten, fifteen million dollars less than I normally would. Yeah, which would help immensely that allows you to keep your guy that you have been such an advocate for. And like, if he doesn't, I don't know what else to say. Like being like, okay, then like, it's kind of bullshit. Like it's hard for me to take it like seriously. Yeah. And and grant, this is, I mean, I am sure he doesn't feel this way, but if I were Devante Adams and I heard, you know, these, these offers float out of 45 million to Rogers, I'd be a little pissed. I'd be like, man, like, you, you got your bag. You have so much money. Yeah, yeah. like you got your bag. What are you talking about? Like, come on. This is my last big contract. I'm 29. Yeah. I'm the best receiver in football, and you're fucking it up. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I I mean, it is what it is, and, like, that's gonna, that also, you know, translates over to, you know, 
to Kirk Cousins. And like, yep. he's now at a point like we're not going to keep him at 45 million to cap it. I don't see that happening. I've said this before. It's either going to result in a extension, uh, in extension slash restructure or trade. And, well, and where do you think that's going? I don't have a good pulse on this. We have seen such like a head. This is where like the conspiracy, you know, the, the tinfoil hat comes on where it's like tinfoil helmet, tinfoil helmet. It's a yeah. full helmet. Yeah. Um, it is. I mean, we've seen so many things from Kevin O'Connell, from Quasi Adolfo Mensa. Wait, wait, can I, can I cut you off for a second? Sure. Where do you stand on, on the, the acronym? Cock. I will not be using it. <laughs> or you, KOC. I don't think you say cock. I think you. I think people when they write it out, they say KOC, which is not like bad. Like I don't know. I feel like cock is the best. It's, yeah, yeah. Know, you got to really hit the first. C- I like, feel like hard. I feel like it's. Is it really that hard to just to write O'Connell? I don't. I don't think it is. Is an apostrophe? I mean, mm. it, it auto does it. I'm pretty sure if you just type in O'Connell. I tried to spell it like three times and I failed all three yeah, times. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so I, I think try to spell Kevin, not O'Connell. Oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't see Kirk going in with 45 million uh, cap hit just from what we've heard and everything, you know, it's just, it's a ridiculous number to have. And I, I, I personally think we're going to get, you know, if I'm if I'm going to be the rational, smart-minded, you know, analytical side, he Ooh. he gets extended. And just wait for the hot takes. Just wait for the hot takes. <laughs> um, the, I I think at the end of the day, we'll see him get extended for a couple more years, and that number will co- creep down. You know, close to thirty. Uh, now it all depends on his team accepting that deal. Uh, you, they have a strong argument saying, "Why the hell should we?" Like we're seeing other guys get paid. Like we're doing, we're being more productive than Matt Ryan. Gets mm-hmm. paid on average more. Uh, Jared got like like why would we take money? You know that we feel that we've earned, especially based on how he performed with where is our how our team performed last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it just comes down to him wanting to take a team friendly deal. Um, I mean, maybe maybe he does. I'd love to see he, he, him do that, but I don't know if that happens. Sadly. Um, the, the Vikings fan in me hope he does. I don't want him to be paid that much money. Patrick Mahomes average money, but I don't know. Uh, a couple other options that we have to do deal with is Anthony Barr. Um, but Kevin O'Connell personally named him in his introductory press conference as a piece that he'd like to, you know, build around. Kevin's do talk a lot about Anthony Barr. That is uh, correct. So do I see him leaving from after that? Probably not. Um, we have to deal with Daniel Hunter. So that's the one where he's got like voidable years, which is voidable years have become such a weird thing. Now in the NFL, like you see it a lot with like Taysom Hill and Daniel Hunter. Now where basically you can just be like, yeah, you're, we have you until this, but we can kind of have an exit ramp. And like, it's, it's fairy dust. It's like, uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey in in Wolf of Wall Street. Fugazi, you know, (laughs) Fairy dust, yeah, you know. Um, so I don't know. I we'll, we'll see what he would do there. I think extensions probably the most likely thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard because he's missed so much the last two years. So it's like, I mean, you have an argument saying why keep this guy, but then you look at like our defensive line was terrible, especially on the edges. So we need him. It's like, well, we yes, we do. So you either draft that 
and hope you hit another Daniel Hunter or Daniel just stays healthy, which, but I don't know. Cliche coming, coming in right now. Yeah. The best ability is availability. That's correct. Which yeah. is, which is the strongest argument to keep Kirk. He's like, he's never missed a game. Like, you know, knock on wood, you know, we're both knocking on wood. Don't, I don't want, we, we don't want to, we don't want to hear you, no. but we're just knocking on wood here. Um, and so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it, we're going to keep Kirk, but I know there's a lot of fans that don't want him, especially the eye test guys. Um, well, and, and maybe you'd replace him. Um, but if you did get rid of Kirk, I, I have personally, uh, in person, seen the Vikings without yeah. Kirk Cousins. You basically, I liked it. Actually, like I if, it was if you're going to get rid of Kirk, you have to acknowledge and you know fully be okay with sucking for that year that you don't have him. Yeah, like you basically have to be like, all right, we're mailing in this year, and we're going to hope we have a top five draft pick. And if there's some, you know, a Bryce Young or some quarterback prospect that we can get then like that's what you're going in all in for which is fine you yeah. can believe that you just then can't bitch and moan about losing when we don't have kirk let, let me let me toss a hypothetical at you all right yeah you lose kirk mm -hmm. maybe you trade him but it's like it's not for a ton it's for like a, a modest amount okay okay and then somehow you get aaron Rodgers. do you take that deal like it, we're trading him to the Packers. Like you're trading Kirk? No, 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 no. You trade Kirk somewhere else, and, and then we, we somehow you get Aaron Rodgers, even for, though it doesn't make for sense. this next year. Yes, I mean you have to say yeah. What do you mean? No principles. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of no principles, actually, let's talk about Deshaun Watson Fuck, and how dude. Vikings oh, Twitter yeah. started salivating. I, so I'm interested. I don't like that you say Vikings Twitter. When you say Vikings Twitter, that is meaning as a collective unit, we're okay, all okay, going, okay, me, yes, Deshaun, yes. Let no, me, we let don't. me clarify no. the most of I have not Twitter. seen. I, I will personally say none of the people that I follow that I, you know, associate with Vikings Twitter, who guys I have never, or people I've never met, or mm -hmm. most of them I have not met in person or whatever, um, but I follow them and they follow me on Twitter, you know, whatever. Um, I have not seen any of them being like, yes, let's go all in on Deshaun Watson. The only notable person that I have seen is Dominique Claire. Yeah, and, you know, he does have a check mark, which is not ideal <laughs> for, for him to say this. But so his weight will always be a little more heavy than others. Um, I, I would be so, I mean, I, I, it's cliche, but I'd be so disappointed in the it'd team, be gross. Yeah. it'd be gross. Like I, I mean, I don't know. Shout, shout out Dustin Baker. Put it yeah. really well. There's a there's a soundbite of him out there in a radio interview. Yeah, just blew my socks off in terms of you know well put goodness. Yeah. yeah, see, I I can't talk like that because I just said well puttedness. Yeah, that's but not ideal. Yeah, I I just I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I was yeah. taking notes. I was you know just kind of observing. No, and like and that, again, that's the thing too. Like. With with NF especially off season NFL Twitter, you can literally go to yep. any fan base and you will find if you dive down the rabbit hole enough, find you will find just the worst of the worst. Like not quite necessarily always as like Reddit bad or whatever, but like it's bad. Like you can see it and you it's always the accounts that are you know, 
uh, their avatar is a player or it's yeah. like, it's the anonymous accounts. And like, Remind me, I got to show you some comments on some of our TikTok. Yeah, no, like <laughs> you, you, you see it. Like it's just people that are just think they're anonymous and they don't you're like, Oh, this will never be leaked back to me. But like, if they say something bad enough and if they have a job, like, you know, a prospective job, they can find that like and link it back to them. Speaking of, uh, of getting linked back to stuff, shout out to the reporter, uh, that Matt Stafford didn't help for being like super racist. Yeah. Did you see those? Yeah. I yeah. heard about the, it. Or today. Like the photo- yeah. The reporter photographer, whatever that fell. Yeah. And I had to look it up yeah. and I was not ready for that many N words in my day. Yeah. Um, that was, that was really sh- I thought it was going to be like some soft racist, which stuff, is why I'm and really, it was not. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> I got on Twitter, I guess in high school. Yeah. I was in high school. Cause I won. I was voted biggest Twitter addict, which is great. That's my superlative that I got in high school. And you and you're still holding on. I'm to still it. holding on to it. I don't I don't tweet nearly <laughs> as much as I did back then, but um I'm definitely on Twitter a lot. Uh so did I you ever use any slurs on Twitter. No, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> I didn't use any slurs. So that's that's the thing. It's like just don't be a terrible person. Like I feel like that should be obvious, but some people need to hear it. And before you use that word, look in the mirror and think, should I be using this word? Probably not. If you have to ask yourself, (laughs) you shouldn't use that word. Um, So yeah, that's gross. Like Deshaun Watson. No, I did see um, the rumors about Kyler Murray. Uh, So this, this came out (laughs) from a, there was a person, what was her name? It was some, some dick joke. But we, I, I was, I was with, uh, it normally I is. was with our buddy Dustin over at the, uh, the Braemar Golf Dome, and a guy next to us in the bay next to us goes, he says to his buddy, "Oh my gosh, the Vikings just traded, the Vikings just traded for Kyler Murray," <laughs> and I'm like, ever literally, like eight people were like, "What?" Like everyone's like, "Excuse me," and like he's just like, "Uh, yeah, it's a tweet here." I'm like, you know, I spent the next. 15 minutes, you know, trying to update being like, where's Schefter? Where's Rappaport? Where's Pelissero? Whatever. How dare Nothing. you and say it was, Schefter before Rappaport? Right, go on, go on. I mean, I don't know. Like, well, if, if, you, if you watched, if you watched the Pat McAfee show earlier for Aaron Rodgers, I, I did. Yeah. I saw, I saw Rappaport Rapp, yeah. was on and he was talking about getting drunk and he was skiing in Vermont. I, I like rap. Oh, I, I because he's not Adam Schefter. Yeah, That's okay. the only criteria right. in my head. Um, And so I, I don't know. I, I all panicked. And I, I, for a second, I thought about me like, Oh, that could be kind of cool. But then I kind of thought back being like, ah, oh, I don't know if it would He's be so short. Well, and also like, he has something like, fuck it. Like, you know, just chuck it down plays. And like, it would be a higher ceiling. He obviously would, he would look shorter and purple. Yeah. 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 I well, That's how Kirk cousins kind of looks. He looks smaller. Like from what he did when he was with Washington. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He looks less mobile. <laughs> did the Oompa Loompas wear purple? I don't think they did. No, they were like orange and green. Green. Yeah. And they were, I think they were just like pinstripe. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So that's not, that's not what I was thinking, but yeah, green. he, he wouldn't look taller in us bank. I, I, and maybe, maybe he'd look faster. I don't I feel like it'd be really bad visual like if he did the skull. It's bad and- because, because us bank and Glendale Glendale is a very like wide like their rows aren't as steep and it doesn't go as high like it's a pretty i'm i don't know i couldn't tell you the numbers i just from personal experience of being in u.s bank and being up in the top section like it goes it gets very high like you are up and and kyler murray does not get very and he does not get very high and glendale what i know of playing madden and seeing all the college (laughs) games that are always held there like 
it just seems more like flat. Like it takes up like more width than height than U.S. Bank does. So you're saying that Kyler has a better setup in Arizona because the stadium is short. Yeah, he doesn't look as small. If he went to U.S. Bank, he'd look very small. (laughs) That's what I think. So having eight, nine games there a year, he'd look very small. What is what is Glendale called? University of Arizona? Yeah, I don't know. Just type in like Arizona Cardinal Stadium. Um, I don't know what we're talking about now. I think uh, we just go to our hot takes. Our yeah, bold, we, we just go into hot takes. We kind of right. got a tangent there. All right, so you go first. I'm Googling. We got some bold predictions. Are. I I technically have five, but they kind of domino a little bit. You have a perplexed look on your face. Uh, Google is telling me that U.S. Bank Stadium is 840 feet tall and University of Arizona Stadium is 2,430. So that can't be right. That can't be right. That no. I, I just don't. Oh, no, it's at an elevation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's insanely tall. Like... <laughs> oh, it's 235. That is that 235? That's like so short. So I was really right on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. US Bank is like four times as tall. Yeah. Like it, 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 it the, the ceiling is super tall. Oh wait, no, that's also elevation is the eight hundred and forty. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, we're so. Uh, just keep keep All going. Right. I'll get back. So here. my bold predictions here. I'm gonna start off with two boring ones. Uh, actually three boring ones. So wait, the- I figured it out again. Okay, okay. Final answer. Uh, Arizona Stadium is the like two hundred eighty or two hundred thirty five feet tall. Okay. U.S. Bank Stadium is thirty stories, so in the neighborhood of three hundred. So it's well, significantly taller. A story, I feel like they always say like it's ten feet. I think it's more like fourteen or fifteen. But but even but even, even if then, it is ten, it's, it's significantly yeah, taller. Yeah, it's it's over a so, hundred plus yeah. feet tall. Okay, so so we're right. I was right. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, so that that's the only time, the one and only time, the eye test works, folks. There you go. Stadium height. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and just Kyler Murray height. Yeah, that's because you have to look down. I love those pictures of him where down. he's really little. On well, the they had, they, I told you the little one where they had one where they made him like for every like or every hundred like or whatever, this will shrink this picture of Kyler Murray. Yep. And he was like in the turf. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all right, my bold predictions. I have a couple of the big names, big quarterbacks that have been how, talked how about. How many total do you have? So it's, it is five, but some of them are oh. like dominoed. Okay. So they, they, they relate to each other. I have, I have three. I was able to think of a third where we were going. Okay. So, so my bold prediction for all the speculation, all the talk, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are going to be staying as a Green Bay Packer and a Seattle Seahawk for 2022. Okay. I think it's it, the, the hoops to jump through for all of it. I think it, it's, it's going to be too much. I don't see it happening. Um, I'm more confident in the Aaron Rodgers not going anywhere. If he goes anywhere, it's on a couch in retirement. Yeah, Um, I kind of get that. I especially after Pat McAfee, I didn't get a go anywhere else vibe. I got a I might be done vibe, especially with the Instagram post. But then he's like, "Oh, I was on a cleanse. I was just feeling extra grateful." I'm like, "I don't so so cleanse by that." Um, and the other one, another big name talked about, Derek Carr. Uh, they've talked about him going somewhere, getting traded. I think he just gets a very big extension. Uh, I think I've heard rumors of that. I think Josh McDaniels is going to want him there. I don't think he's going to want to start over or go with Marcus Mariota as his starter in year one. I think he they're going to look to extend Derek Carr. Um, sad thing about that is him getting an extension is going to make the Kirk Cousins team be like, well, for the extension we want. 
at least that money, if not more. But he's getting extended. He's getting paid per like fluid ounce of oil on his arm. Yeah. So, I, what you know? How do you even calculate that, dude? You'd be so like burned because he's in Las Vegas now, where like the heat is just like beats <laughs> down. Derek Carr shows up. Just both of his arms are just bright red. Yeah. <laughs> just ah, I made a mistake. <laughs> um. All right. So that that's my first big one. Okay. Um, most all of mine are basically like quarterback. Yeah. Heavy. Well, I can kind of, I can riff off of your, your first one there with right. Russell Wilson staying in Seattle. I agree with that. And I think that next year, the Seahawks are going to fucking suck, <laughs> even though he's still there. I think the Seahawks are going to be bottom quarter of the league team. They're Oof. definitely going to be last place in their division because they haven't changed anything. They weren't good this year. Granted, Russell got hurt. Do you think Pete Carolyn retires? I mean, maybe. I, uh... I thought they should have moved on from Pete Carroll. I think that experiment has run its course. It got them a couple rings or one. one. It got them two appearances. They got back one to back, ring. Yeah. yeah. Should um, have been back to back rings. Yeah. But uh, but it got them. It got them two Super Bowl appearances and one ring. And I think that that experiment is done. And they're going to suck next year. Okay. Which is something I really like to say because I still don't like them <laughs> at all. I mean, I feel the same way with, you know, um, the saints and the you don't like Eagles. the seahawks though either i don't I, I don't have the same disdain for the seahawks because like I, i'm not mad that we missed that chip shot field i'm mad at blair walsh like it's what, not what like if that all the game seahawks players just like blew from the sideline at once and, and influenced the I, ball i don't think flight. it would have mattered so you see them being worse than seven and ten Yes. That's where they were this year. Yes. I think they will be a bottom quarter team. Okay. I could see that happening. I mean, like they haven't really made anything. Obviously this offense. No, I mean, their, their defense sucks. Their offense is like stagnant and behind the times and they're yeah. not making any changes. Okay. That's fair. Um, all right. I'm going to go with here for all those. We have a certain, you know, friend of ours who claims to be a massive fan of this guy. Uh, he started rooting for this team because they drafted this guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to say Mitch Trubisky Ooh. signs Ooh. with the Denver Broncos. I like it. They they are going to they try and try and try to get Aaron Rodgers. The Packers then are asking for the farm and which they should. And George Payton being the, you know, realizing like we don't want to mortgage our future for hoping to win a Super Bowl in the next year or two. Like don't want to do it. So they say the safe option they draft or they, they sign Mitch Trubisky and they also take a quarterback in this year's draft to hopefully groom because the quarterback class this year, I think we're going to probably see four taken in the first round compared to last year is the prospects of pre-draft is, is not, not, not very good. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett is the most, pro ready but his ceiling's also like the lowest of all of them so it's like that's not great so it's i don't know i think they're gonna take mitch trubisky because they see him as an upgrade which he is to teddy bridgewater and drew lock yeah and then they draft someone to hopefully learn for a year so that's my other it's not necessarily as bold but that, that i'm calling sense, the shot with though. the broncos and i and i like the trubisky because God, I wish he was relevant again. I, I miss him so much. <laughs> well, he only, last signed, year. he only signed a year deal for like two million or whatever it was with the Bills, like two yeah. and a quarter. So, like, and he, if there's one thing they love doing in Colorado, it's kissing titties. So yeah. be right at home. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of like my 
second, you know, okay. bold prediction. Gotcha. So my number two, uh, the Washington Commanders. God, that feels weird. Yeah, it does. Um, it's like, like an XFL name. Right, like it's like it doesn't feel like an like NFL it's kind. It, it's like a name for sure, but yeah. like it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, the Commanders are gonna get to Sean Watson. Wow, because they're a trash organization. He's a trash human being, uh, allegedly, and I just think it makes a lot of sense. They're desperate for a quarterback. I they have said that you know Haneke's not the guy, mm-hmm. and. I don't think Fitz is coming back. So they're going to be in the market. I think a lot of the major quarterbacks are going to be staying put. And there's also a lot of teams that want quarterbacks. And I think they'd be dumb enough to give up that many picks. I really do. The only thing that draws me away from it is Ron Rivera as their head coach still. Like Ron Rivera is like one of the, you know, but better like character dudes yes they're like very well documented like he is a man of strong character but this is not his call i know but like i don't know i guess this is dan i guess it's dan snyder just being like fuck everyone else it's me noted douchebag would definitely do this yeah i mean like that uh, if any team's gonna go after it probably be them uh i don't now i really don't see the dolphins doing it now um i don't know Yeah. yeah interesting uh, I do have a commander's taken here, but okay. I'm going to wait okay. for my next one. So other one here, 49ers in a shock trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh, for like a it. second round pick. I like it. And the 49ers also signed Marcus Mariota on a one-year deal oh, as a little security blanket yeah. in case... Trey Lance isn't going to be fully, fully ready to take the, the keys. So I, I have that as a, as another veteran leader to come in a yeah. guy that's more mobile in his career that he, can kind of help old Trey Lance that, that, that yeah. can hold, that can help Trey Lance to be smart about his running. He's, he's Toby Maguire to Trey Lance's Tom Holland. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. like, I, I did this for yeah. such a long time. And I guess Jimmy G is Andrew Garfield. Which that kind of works. I yeah. Mean, it kind of works. They get appreciated. Very handsome. But, handsome. Like, but the yeah. thing is, like, Andrew Garfield's actually a really good actor. So, like, I don't say Jimmy G is a really good quarterback. Yeah. But he's like, like discount Andrew Garfield, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it is weird because, like, you know, you you think of like Andrew Garfield as like the good part of those movies, yeah. and the rest of the movies. I, I just whereas... I just rewatched The Social Network. Very good, like it holds up so well. And like I'm like, he's really good in this movie. Like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I know like Tick Tick Boom is a big thing on Netflix now. I haven't watched it yet. You know, Paige and I have been talking about it, but we haven't watched it. Um, maybe tonight. Yeah, we'll he was in Hacksaw Ridge. I heard that was good. Well, he was nominated for that. I think. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that's Big what I kind of have. That's what I, that's what I have. The 49ers do get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, which is not bold, but again, I'm calling the team, I'm calling the team in the pick here, as well as the Marcus Mariota filled in on that. Yeah, one. no, that, that, that works. Which brings us to my final hot take. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh God. It's Roger centric, isn't it? It, I know. <laughs> was it? Was it the sigh? The pause. Was it? Yeah. Was it the, the sound of pause. my soul leaving my body <laughs> oh, for a no. second? Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to not be a Green Bay Packer next season. Oh no! I don't know if he's going to retire or if is he's going to go somewhere else. Now, now be honest. Is this you reverse jinxing? Now it's not a full reverse jinx, but, but that, that did cross my mind. The elements are there, but it just it feels like you know last season it felt like he wouldn't be. 
yeah. and then he was. Yeah. And now this season, okay. it feels like he's going to come back. Yeah. And then he's going to be like, nah, JK. Yeah. And just just zig when all everyone right, else is right, zagging. All right. I, I just, I can't shake the feeling that given the cap situation, given that they've had a year to think about this and kind of mull it over. Yeah. That something is going to happen. There are so many more avenues where he's not a Packer than there are scenarios where he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely last from last year, like the cap issues are a lot more impactful this year than last year. Like your defense yeah. is going to lose and, and more a people, good chunk. If you just talk about it from a fan perspective, and it's not even necessarily like a COVID thing or anything like that. It's just a fatigue with the drama. Mm-hmm. It's, it's far mm-hmm. where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, time is a flat circle. And there's a lot of people like me that are just like tired of dealing with it. everybody. I talk to every Packer fan. I know like at work, is kind of in the same boat where they're like, oh my God, I just wish that this this stuff wasn't happening. You know, I just wish that we had an answer. And if they would have moved on from Rogers last year, there would have been a full revolt of a huge section of fans. I, I'm also really surprised no one's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Like I haven't seen personally to like the Steelers. Like the Steelers definitely AFC far away. Far Not away play him. Need a quarterback. Yep. Uh, I, I haven't looked into their draft capital. Um, they it's not amazing. They have a, like a, a pretty good defense in place. They have weapons on offense. Juju's the big question to like, what's going to happen with him. Yeah. But like Deontay Johnson, Claypool, like well, and, and the big downside of Denver for Rogers is it's a stacked division. You got to play yeah. Mahomes and Herbert twice. And that potentially would like, be a good look. Yeah. The Steelers have to play Joe Burrow and the Bengals with the Bengals. You can argue overachieved, the Browns, the Browns have a big question kind of at quarterback. The Ravens, the Ravens eh. they had a lot of injuries. That kind of hurt. Like, it, it, it can't really get a clear picture I mean, for it, them. It's definitely a more winnable division than, you know, the AFC I, West. I like also it, it I also is. don't see it. Like, I feel like if you're him, you'd rather stay in the NFC because Tom just left. Drew's gone. Yeah. You know, who are you competing with? Who but are if, quarterbacks but if, but if he's Dak and Kirk? Dealt, it's not going to end. Right. I know. Like, I'm like, I guess if you, if you wanted to be full Favre, Favre <laughs> went to the Jets. Rodgers goes to the Giants. Like, you know, I don't know. You think you can really keep up with Danny Dimes? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. In an open field? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have. I'm curious if Brian Dable does with the Giants, but. Um, yeah, but that, that, I mean, that's my bold prediction. All right. I, all right. I have a weird premonition. It is, it I'm, is I'm like one of those the animals like, sensing the tsunami. Well, because like last happens. year, you were obviously terrified and worried, as yeah. you should be. And I think you were probably leaning more of like a he's gone kind of a thing, like sometimes being like, it's this is the end. Like, this is the, the last, you know. And, and it's like, I've kind of I've gone through the stages of the grief. I've kind of made my peace with it now, yeah. where it's like, if it happened, I would still be sad for sure. Like there's no scenario where I'm not sad about it. Right. But I've had an entire season. I mean, I literally like I went to two games this year specifically because, you know, it's like this is the last time I might ever get to see Aaron Rodgers in person. Right. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I we'll see, but I have this weird little little deja vu sense going on that's mm-hmm. just kind of telling me this might be more complicated than it seems. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. My last technically two, but they are directly connected. I have, as you talked about with the commanders, this is my commanders bit, the Carolina Panthers. Oh boy. They're feeling, you know, they have had Matt rule 
for a little bit. Yeah. They're feeling the pressure. They've underwhelmed. They took a big swing at Sam Darnold. Didn't work. It worked for a couple games. It worked for a couple games. Yeah. And then the ghost came back. Hell of a three games that was. So his, his capital or his stock has dropped significantly. Yes. Carolina Panthers trade Sam Darnold to the Washington Commanders for a fourth round pick. Just a fourth round pick. Because they have Jeez. to take they have to take yeah. on his 18 and some change million cap hit this year. Um, so that's their quarterback going into this year. They they view him as a better than Heineke. This goes into the Dan Snyder not knowing what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Ron Rivera be like, are you fucking kidding me? I think they convert to a very run heavy team. We see a very good Antonio Gibson year, but Sam Darnold, ultimately they they can't keep up with the Cowboys and yeah, probably the Giants and the Eagles. I don't know. Um, so they trade the Panthers trade him for that. So they can trade the number six overall pick in this year's draft, as well as this year's third round and next year's first. For wait for it, Mr. Kirk Cousins. No. Yep. A homecoming. <laughs> what? You're saying the commanders get oh, no, no the Panthers, the Panthers, get, oh. the Panthers trade the number six overall pick this year's third and next year's first for Kirk Cousins. A very similar deal to what the Lions did with the Rams, where the Vikings will agree to pay a part of his contract this year. So the Panthers look at it saying it's direct upgrade and they, uh -huh. they view themselves in a division that they can win. So they go what basically we did a handful of years ago on Kirk Cousins. And they go all in on Kirk. And that's my that's my boldest take. I do I think it's gonna happen? Uh, it's, it's I don't bold. know. But I'm going bold just because of what we've seen this offseason already with the coach change, the GM change have all said we're big fans of Kirk. We we review Kirk as our quarterback this year. I'm calling it all a big smoke screen for this and saying it just up in his value. And they're going to get a Jared Goff return. It, it is. It is smoke screen season. I know. So it's like, I, I, I mean, I'm going in with it. So that's, that's what I have. I, I just Googled Kirk cousins, Panthers Photoshop, and it's just all pictures of Kirk in I, a Vikings uniform I saw, and all I saw pictures one. of Cam Newton. I did see one earlier. I didn't save it. Uh, I did see one earlier. That also, someone made. There's, it very there's a picture of, of Kirk holding Tom Brady's head. That's nice. That okay. well, I don't know what that's from. I don't know. Um, but that's that's cool. So yeah, I mean, I I I think that's an interesting plan. I yeah. always like when the Vikings deal Kirk because that means rebuild and you guys are gonna suck. Um so I'm, I'm I, I think if they do that, it's fully committing to picking, you know, with the, we have we would have the sixth and the twelfth pick where I would see them building up their weaknesses by either taking a well i think they would go defense both times on that um and taking a defensive line you know you might have uh Kayvon thibodeau the what used to be the number one overall pick for aiden hutchinson and all the tackles kind of came up being like really good yeah. he's a defensive end from oregon uh taking it with the sixth pick and then still landing with the 12th like a sauce gardner or a Derek stingley uh cornerback so I, I see that happening. And then next year's first, 
possibly using that as a leverage of using both of our firsts or not even having to do that because we might suck that bad uh, where we'd have a top five pick where you can take a guy like Bryce Young, you know, the Heisman winner this year from Alabama. It's a very score North scenario for you. I know, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to be bold here. And like, do I want this to happen? No, because I don't want to have to suck for a full, like literally just punt on the year. So I'd like you to punt. I, I could see it happening, but I can also realistically probably won't, but I'm trying to be bold. Hot take. It's hot. So, you know, that's, that's how things going to happen. And I, I don't know. I think that's the market for it. I don't think it's like out of the realm possibility. I like it. Yeah. And knowing the NFL, none of these things will happen Correct. because nothing ever happens because all the off season is, is rampant speculation. speculation yeah. And then nothing fucking happens. Yeah, pretty much. It's cool. Um, all right. That's kind of all. That's all I got for hot takes. I don't know. If that's all I got. Nothing came up. I saved my hottest for the last. The one that devastated me emotionally. <laughs> so if, if both of our hot takes come true, we are without a quarterback or we're going with the backups. Uh, Jordan love Kellen mind. It's basically, <laughs> it's basically the exact same, like two guys that are, uh, they, it's the, it's a fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like were they, were they, like pure starters in college? Yes. Were they, do you expect a lot of great things in the NFL? Probably not. I don't no. know. Not from what I've seen. So great. Yeah. That's, oh boy. We painted, f- we, we painted a dark picture for we, ourselves. We'd be back to where we, when we started this podcast, like where you guys moved on from McCarthy, when you guys oh. went like seven, eight, one, we went eight, seven, and one. Like that's, that's the year we started this. Yeah. I, I also have like a weird little lingering, like, the Packers haven't won the Super Bowl because of the podcast feeling in my head that there's nothing I can do about it. But I mean, there were several years where they didn't win. Yes, didn't have correct. This, so there was that's that's uh, that's that's the only thing keeping this podcast afloat. Honestly, in fact, well, like vast majority of your life, they didn't win one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. Like one, like coherent one, and then the other, and then one. You like, were uh, you were alive. I, I was here, but. I was I was watching. You couldn't say Packer. No, no. you couldn't say anything. No, you couldn't say anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's gonna do it. Um, again, this has been our off season, you know, roundup as well as speculation. We're gonna we're probably gonna be back in a couple weeks here. Uh, got a couple guests that we've been talking to that we'll probably have on, um, and we'll talk about both of our teams as well as the NFC North. A lot of it will be NFC North centric. So ex- expect that going forward in this off season. Obviously when we get near the draft and free agency, we're going to be all up to date with the big news or signings or drafts, draft picks uh, around the NFL, as well as our teams, of course. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our plan going this off season. Uh, expect to see more of us or hear more of us frequently than last year or years past. Yep. Um, thanks for listening to our episode of third and forever presented by 10,000 takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links as well as clips to each of our episodes every week or every couple weeks now. Uh, you can also find uh, links to me and Kevin and Jake, uh, producer Jake. Our, our own personal Twitters were a little more active, more bias, more emotional, more whatever you want to call it, everything in between. Um, 
I've been your host, Adam Oz. Joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Holm. And producer Jake, who's not here, but he's always here in spirit. In spirit. Uh, Kevin, final words. Speculation. <laughs> <laughs>